Hi, I'm Jen Gorecki, the CEO and co-founder of Coalition Snow. On any given day, you might find me on the back of a motorcycle in Africa, chipping away at the patriarchy, or playing in the mountains. I'm Jillian Raymond, the co-creator of Juicy Bits and a Coalition Snow ambassador. I'm a high school teacher, and when I'm not in the classroom, you can find me on the mat, on the trail, or skiing 12 months a year around the world. What we've learned over the years is that despite how good that epic powder day or trail ride is, there's still so much more to talk about. So what we're doing is taking those conversations that we start on the chairlift and the trail, and we're delivering them to you in juicy bits every few weeks. As modern outdoor women, we do more than get dirty outside. We are complex, adventurous, and intellectual. And so are you. So subscribe today. Check out our campaign on Patreon and get ready to blush, cry, and maybe pee your pants a little. Juicy Bits is brought to you by Coalition Snow, a women's outdoor company making equipment and apparel designed to deconstruct the status quo. FYI, friends, this podcast contains mature content and may not be appropriate for younger ears. You've been warned and enjoy the show. We'd like to start this week's episode with a shout out to a few of our listeners who wrote in. Thank you, Kelly and Andy, for writing in about our Tinder episode. Kelly mentioned that people do find love and get married on Tinder, so it's not the worst thing ever to happen to Jen's iPhone. And Andy shared her frustrations with how game-like it is. She's interested in how tech can help to develop a healthy and purposeful relationship so that you get less of the time-sucking stuff that makes you feel like shit and more of that amazing magic. We love hearing from our listeners, so please continue to send us feedback at juicybits at coalitionsnow.com. We also love our Patreon supporters. So for those of you who don't know what Patreon is, it is a platform for creators, and Jillian and I have a campaign on Patreon to support all of this very amazing work that we're doing and stories that we're telling, of course. And we have a handful of supporters that we want to thank. Alice Hyman, Andy Meislin, Charlotte Scott, Jessica Gibbons, Maureen Morgan, Nikki Frumkin, and Cheryl Hackworth. Thank you so much for supporting our Patreon campaign. And if you'd like to know what it is I'm actually talking about, go to patreon.com backslash juicy bits. And now for today's show. Tomorrow is International Women's Day, which is a holiday of sorts that has been celebrated by many countries around the world for many, many years. And only recently has anyone in the United States actually kind of paid attention to it. And this year, the theme of International Women's Day is press for progress. And some of the ways that they're suggesting that we can press for progress is by encouraging everyone to forge positive visibility for women, to influence the actions and belief of others, and to challenge stereotypes. So today on Juicy Bits, we're gonna do our best to do all three of these things by dispelling the myth of mean girls that women are each other's greatest enemies. Now, we've heard all this before, and it's nothing new. In fact, 
there's this incredible article from The Conversation. The title of the article is The Myth That Women Secretly Hate Other Women Has a Long History. And for centuries now, women have been pronounced incapable of true friendship. In the Victorian era, they celebrated romantic friendships between women, but also depicted them as superficial passions that simply prepared women for marriage. So rather than enjoying this long-lasting friendship found upon men, these bonds between women were depicted as short-lived and unable to withstand women's quarrelsome natures. Now, part of this uh, history of women also being each other's enemies comes from a biological perspective, which I find to be really interesting, that the competition for resources has led to an instinctive hatred of their own sex among both animal and human females. So we'll actually have that on um, another episode, but I can't help but I don't know, just kind of cringe at some of the words such as like, you know, short lived, unable. And this idea of this quarrelsome nature, to me, it really goes back to our responsibility here. And, you know, hashtag press for progress is dispelling this myth and challenging the stereotype that women are really set up to constantly be quarreling and fighting. And I think we do have a bit of a responsibility to make sure that we're addressing not only the media that we consume, but the media that we create. And that's for all of us who engage in social media, things that we watch, for those of us out there with young adolescents in our lives and having that critical eye when you're noticing in mainstream media how women are portrayed and the negative stereotypes that we might laugh at in a comedy routine or just recognizing that often women by design are kind of pitted against one another for entertainment. And I'm not talking about Glow, um, for example, because I think... Because that shows fucking amazing yeah just, so happy birthday ha- merry birthday if you haven't seen it yet yes. you need to that's a gift from jen and i oh my God, because you so know women good. are pitted against each other in this show it's the gorgeous ladies of wrestling and but it's also really smart and it's really funny and it unpacks stereotypes and sexism in the same way that we're trying to do here so we want to look at this as like women pitted against each other in competition for resources so say that's for jobs and that's for finding the right partner, quote unquote, right partner, air quotes. I know you can't see them, but they're there. (laughs) And um, just this idea that that's there for entertainment. And I think that can be really dangerous because of the power that media has and also because of who's in control of that message. And often we'll see that that's further perpetuated to then have people want to see more of that. And then that's also then can play out in everyday life, which I think then supports this myth that women are naturally against one another. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not just the media, the number of times, if I had a dollar for the number of times that I've heard both women and men say that women are each other's greatest enemies and then tell all these different stories about how women have wronged one another, I would have a better chance of paying my rent this month. Mm-hmm. And we all have bad experiences in life, right? Like, and I can list them out. You know, there's been plenty of women that I've had some situations with, which we won't, mm. we don't need to get it. Very diplomatic use Thank of the you. word situation. But I recognize it's just because they're assholes. Mm. It's not because they're actually women. And my experience, particularly professionally, is that I've been supported so much by women, both in the sense of the mentors that I've been 
able to work with the number of friends who have supported my work, both at Coalition, but also with the work that I do in, in Kenya with strangers who have been incredibly supportive. And so I get it that sometimes women can be bitches. I mean, I'm daily can just bitch out on things and don't even care. But I don't think that women are the worst to one another. I don't I don't believe in that. And that hasn't been my life experience and my, you know, I want to take today the, the eve of International Women's Day and just make a definitive statement that women actually support one another and are incredible confidants and partners in crime. Yeah. And I'd have to add to that. I think going back to that um, by design that we are often pitted against each other, I think that's set up to benefit everyone except for women. So we look to um, chip away and um, shred the patriarchy on a regular basis. And we're doing that not just for the benefit of women, but the benefit of all humans. And I think one of the pieces is if you are in those situations where you feel like you're not getting that support that Jen just spoke to, whether in your relationships or in business, you want to take a step back and be like, what's the design behind this? Is this being pitted against because this person is just a jerk or an asshole? Because that can happen, right? And I think that's really important that you brought that up, Jen, is like people's shittiness isn't gendered. So that part in and of itself is like there's one layer. And then once that happens, you're like, is this happening so I can be pitted against this other female so a situation can be created for the entertainment of someone else? And then the end result is, oh, it happened because they were women. You yeah, know? And we, need, we need to be able to take a step back and not focus on gender and instead look at people's values and their actions because that's what it comes down to. There's incredible human beings just like there's dicks, mm. right? And this idea that women will do anything to get ahead and, and women are more competitive with others. Like, men do the same shit. Mm -hmm. And we don't say, oh, men are each other's worst enemies. Like, what? We don't, we just call them assholes. Yeah. Or we, you might even go as on. far to compliment them. Like they lift each other up and they, you know, it's that facilitative competition and it's going to be really positive. But when you set it up potentially between women, then we want to pit them against each other and maybe what visualize them in like thong bikinis in like a jello mold pool. Well, that's how I normally think of women. I don't. I don't know. We never Julian, like diplomatically. I'm... We can't talk things out. We don't really have any core values that are aligned. No, and well, and I wonder if some of it too is this idea that women. Women aren't supposed to be competitive mm, and, and oh, we're not true. necessarily supposed to strive for the highest positions and to strive for these leadership roles. So when we do, we're actually like where that behavior is applauded in men, it's abhorred in women. And then because there's so few opportunities for women to really rise to the top. Once again, this narrative has been created that women step all over one another when really the bigger issue is that there's not equal representation or equal space for women to participate. So it's easier to put women down mm -hmm. than it is to focus on the real issues because the real issues seem pretty unattainable and, and really difficult to chip away at. So it's a lot easier to call a woman a bitch than it is to actually look at how we can dismantle the, the patriarchy. Well, yeah, and it just continues to keep women separated. 
and like reinforce that message and reinforce that message and kind of manage that so that there isn't that alignment. Because I think this, that strength in numbers and that alignment when women do recognize that we're some of our own best advocates and our own best supporters which again comes down to, you know, people's shittiness and people's awesomeness isn't gendered. You know, you're not just going to automatically assume that, you know, the kind of like kumbaya, like sisterhood is just going to emerge. I think it does come down to that sense of vulnerability and that sense of like owning your true self and kind of being in that space. And we're talking about um, pressing for progress and, and that encouragement and that influencing of the actions and beliefs of others, I think it is a, little, a bit about leading by example and being that person yourself because I think that also can attract and help other people see that maybe it does take a little bit of courage, but it's a, a way to walk through this world that doesn't keep us as separated. It helps us kind of be more aligned. And that kind of moves us into building this alternative narrative for women and how do we do that so that they have, we have, everyone has, the alternatives to look for to the mainstream narratives that are sold to us by design to keep certain things reinforced. And, and we, you know, really aim to unpack that. So we've touched on, you know, that shittiness is engendered. You can be a woman or a man and be a dick, right? So we don't need to continue this narrative that women are each other's worst enemies. Well, and when we do this, like the interesting thing is too, is that when, when we say that all women hate one another and we don't support one another, that actually gives men permission to hate us. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so um, Women do it, too. Yeah. So as you know, if, if if we want to push an agenda forward and if we want to see significant change for women, we need to stop reinforcing the same old, same old stereotypes that do nothing to promote us, because until women can get on the same page in the sense of accepting one another for our differences and knowing that we're not going to actually all think the same way, then we're going to have a more difficult time of pushing an inclusive feminist agenda forward. And, and I'm not trying to say, you know, I think one of the, one of the ways that um, women get caught up in this and we get a little bit trapped is that there is this belief that we're supposed to all think the same Mm -hmm. and do the same, Mm -hmm. do the same things, act the same way, want the same things. And I've heard so many men say like, oh, well, we'll never be able to reach gender equality until women can all be on the same page. And I just call absolute bullshit on that. Absolute bullshit. Because there's nothing wrong with women having different approaches and different beliefs. And acknowledging that and being okay with that is actually how we can move beyond these myths and these stereotypes that women dislike one another. Because it's actually not about liking each other. Mm -hmm. We don't actually even have to like each other to to move things forward. And I find that to be a really interesting piece of this puzzle too, that somehow we're supposed to like one another, but men don't have to be besties no. to get shit done. Well, I, there are women that I don't like. I, well, I'm of just, just going to say that. I'm sure there's a few out there that don't like me. I'm sure a few, but here's the thing. It goes back to what you're saying where it wouldn't be beneficial that we all like each other. It's more beneficial that I see other women's choices as exactly that. Those are their choices. They're not deficiencies Um, They're just different if they're not the same ones that I have. But I do think it comes down to the value that we see in each other's ability to live your own life. Few things to leave you with today, listeners. Support media that showcases and celebrates powerful female friendships and business partnerships rather than spending your time on clickbait. You can participate in women's only events. 
that build camaraderie and actually help build a shared understanding amongst women who might think and act differently. The next time you hear someone slam women, call them out on it. And let's not tolerate this anymore. Listeners, we want to hear from you. What is it that you're going to do to celebrate International Women's Day and press for progress? You can reach us at juicybits at coalitionsnow.com. And remember, there's always two lips to every labia. Until next time. Bye. You don't just leave a girl without a clue. Life is up to you. You're coming back. You don't just walk.